Hello and welcome. This is Connie Reagan-Green with another call in the podcast series. Be sure to go to HugeProfitsTinyList.com to hear all of the calls. And today, we're very fortunate to be uh, transatlantic. I am speaking with Yuho Tunkalo, a direct response copywriter from Finland. Welcome, Yuho. Well, thank you, Connie. Uh, it's wonderful to be on, on your podcast. I've been looking forward to it and uh, listening to your backlog, and it's uh, you're doing doing some wonderful work here. Well, thank you so much. I had been following you for probably about three years, and I got on your list, and I saw that you were from Finland, and I go there in the summer. I have extended family there, and I was just so thrilled when you agreed to meet with me this summer, and I was able to meet your wife and your beautiful children, and that was a, a very special experience for me to spend that time with you in Huvinka. Yeah, it was, it was it was great to meet you, and uh, and uh, I, I think my uh, family also agreed that it was uh, really really nice to meet you and uh, get get to know you and and everything you do and and everything else and uh, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> well, what was fun yeah. for me is that was my very first experience of taking the train to see somebody all on my own. So I was ah, like, all of a sudden, okay. I was a big kid, and I got to to take a trip by myself. And because I'm learning just a few words of Finnish, then I felt a little bit more comfortable to be able to do that. And it, it's just so easy to travel throughout Europe on the trains in America. It's not easy at all to do that very thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. People people in Europe do do that all the time, and and uh, a lot of people in when they. Hit 20 or something, and uh, before they go go to college, they they uh, take off for a few weeks and go go around, uh, get a single ticket and go go around Europe on train, and and that's uh, what people do. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, you know, how did you get started with what you're with what you're doing? What what is your background? What what did you do before you came online? Well, I guess I have a really checkered background, but uh, I think most people in this racket do. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um well I I um I was actually trained in, in English in, in the university so I have a little bit of a sort of a writer's background and, and I know some language and so on. And actually by some happenstance I was actually I mean I English is not my mother tongue but it's as close as it gets because for some uh uh for some reason my, my mother put me into a uh, an English speaking play school. Uh, you know, before before I even went to school, so I sort of, and I was I was already showing interest in in, in the English language and other languages, so so I sort of uh, uh, got off to a good start, and and it's <laughs> and uh, long story short, um, uh, how did I get to be a copywriter? Well, um, I spent a few years in the corporate world in in various IT companies and in big companies, small companies, startups, and and started a, a software company of my own. Then I went into consulting and and uh, basically did everything I sort of needed to get out of my system. And then uh, for a few few years, maybe maybe starting 2002 or three thereabouts, when uh, uh, when it was internet marketing as we know it was really just starting out, I was uh, doing things uh, part time and starting to sort of get to know that world. And and 
I did all kinds of things. I licensed an ebook, sold that. I wrote a couple myself and uh, did affiliate marketing, all the usual stuff. But in the end, uh, maybe around 2004 or five, I noticed that that well, my real knack uh, is for for writing and for for copywriting specifically, and uh, and uh, I never looked back. And uh, of course, the same principles have also led the uh, same sort of skills have lent themselves to uh, uh, a lot of what I do now is, is which is at least half of what I do is conversion optimization uh, for well for both uh, small companies and, and really large companies so um, uh, yeah that was a really long answer I hope that uh, answered your question <laughs> no that, that's wonderful I, I think that was very um, you know smart and insightful of your mother to you know put you in the in the school with the with the young children speaking english i think that definitely you know has given you an advantage in it, in being able to do things on an international level so uh you know kudos to mom for doing that yes definitely <laughs> <laughs> but now you and i when we were uh, talking in at the restaurant in in Huvinka, um you know i asked you i said what is it like to do this business, meaning that you know we don't typically go to a job five days a week, forty hours a week, you know, and that and the culture is so different in Finland. And you told me that that was an issue, and that that was part of the reason that you have taken a part-time job with a company. So can you can you say a little bit about that? What it's like in Finland to have a job where you don't go to work every day? Yeah, that that is really interesting because. For for many years, I, I that's what, what I wanted to do. You know, while I was working various jobs in the IT IT and mobile worlds, um, I was you know doing things on the side, and I w- w- tried to you know get something going strong enough so that I could quit my job, like a lot of people want to do. Um, but in Finland, everything is sort of centered around having that quote unquote. Uh, steady job. So basically, <laughs> life gets kind of hard uh, if you don't have that. I, I found that out uh, fairly quickly after after I'd run uh, through my first company, and which had a chunk of uh, investment money, and, and I was basically uh, left doing uh, things on my own. And I, I did fine, uh, but, uh, but the problem was that uh, I didn't really have any peers. So um, it over the years, I got to know some other people who, who, you know, were basically solo entrepreneurs or uh, and so on. But I basically had to just go to seminars in the U.S. a few times, and and um, and just it was just a struggle. In the end, I decided I wanted to have a uh, have a place where I can I can do what I do at least uh, part of the time, where I can I can I can apply these skills, uh, you know, uh, within a Group of people, and and I can, uh, uh, I can, you know, it's it's it got it got a little bit old doing everything by myself, in the end. Yes, because I know, you know, when I'm there, I'm there every summer now, and they always think that I'm very peculiar because my whole business is done while while I'm on vacation. I really only spend about an hour or so on the computer each day, and right. I can see over there how it's so important to people to have that that connection with coworkers that it becomes your social life and becomes a real outlet for what you're doing 
But, you know, perhaps right. over time there will be more people like you and I, um, you know, over in Finland on a regular basis, and we would we would meet. We would get together maybe, like if I was there for a month in the summer, maybe once a week I would come and meet mm-hmm. with you and some of the others, and maybe that would, you know, make the whole thing really more enjoyable. Yeah, absolutely. I, I actually have a sort of a small circle of friends uh, who, who have their own thing, one uh, one person I know runs a uh, salsa club, and, and another one has another small internet business. And, and you know, we get together every every once in a while, and, and we, could, we could do something like that next next summer, perhaps. And that sounds like fun. Well, now tell us about the company that you that you work for, that uh, you do the conversion for, and traffic and SEO, that type of thing. Tell us more about that. Right, it's a it's a company called Tulos, which is Finnish for results. So that kind of uh, raises the bar right away. So, <laughs> so um, I I joined the company in in April, and um, I've been basically doing uh, conversion optimization and some copywriting also. Well, it's almost the same thing, but not quite. So uh, the company also does uh, SEO and PPC and all those things that. Uh, uh, make make uh, online businesses thrive, but uh, but my part of it is largely to do with uh, persuasion and uh, you know basically getting the funnels work as as well as they they can, and uh, there's a lot of interesting interesting work to be done there. Yes, and I I read on one of your sites. I, I'm not sure. I I know you have yuhotunkalo.com. Uh, That's where I am right now, but. Um, I don't mm-hmm. see where I read it, and I know I didn't read it on your Finnish site because uh, I'm uh-huh. just in the very beginning stages. I certainly cannot read complete sentences yet right. <laughs> and finish it. But what you said was that when you write copy for someone, that it takes you a few weeks and that you get totally involved with them and with the product and with the idea of what they're trying to achieve. What's that about? Yeah, that's true. I mean, a, a lot of times, uh, even if it's something relatively small, like uh, like scripting a video, you still need to sort of get to know the the product, the company, and their their audience and everything else. And uh, I, I'd say at least a good fifty percent of good copywriting comes from good research, because you have to get to know everything about the product and, and the people using it in order to really cherry pick the ben- the right benefits. You don't need to use everything, but you have to. After you spend a little bit of time with uh, uh, with a product or uh, some people using it, you'll uh, you'll get a hint of the angles you could use, and you get the the best benefits that other other people aren't uh, picking up on, and and you sort of create this uh, bank of uh, sales arguments and. Persuasive elements, and then then once once that's done, then then it's just a matter of uh, putting it into a, the right kind of flow and and uh, using the right power words and persuasion and all that. But then at least a good 50% is uh, all about the research, and that's with uh, with everything that I do. All right, and when you write, are you writing in Finnish or in English, or it depends? Well, it depends. Uh, I used to be all all English, but you know, uh, these days some some of my work is also in Finnish and a little bit Swedish, but uh, but my strength is really really in English speaking uh, territories. So um, so I try to 
try to stay there as, as much as I can. That's right. I forgot about uh, Swedish being such an important language uh, in Finland. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's something else. But uh, for now, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with English and Finnish. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's right. too much for me. Um, I had asked you also about information products, and I know of one that you have, and we talked a little bit about it. Um, why is it that you don't create more information products, or is that something you'll do in the future? I think. Uh I think currently I don't really have a reason for that because I'm not uh, out to build my personal brand or I don't have a really have a company that I want to really ramp up and expand right now. But uh, but I do have a lot a lot of things to say. So <laughs> once I have a, a good enough reason to 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 put things into an information product, I probably should. I, every every once in a while, somebody like you asks me the question. I, I don't really have a Good answer, but uh, uh, if we talk long enough, I'll, you might be might just persuade uh, <laughs> me to do it. <laughs> yeah, because I, I try to be a master of persuasion as well. Um, what yeah. I like about the information products is that they can be selling, you know, twenty four seven, three sixty five, and it gives you mm-hmm. that financial cushion so that you can do some of the things that you love to do. You know, whether that's writing copy or whatever, whatever you. Yeah you are doing. So I find that that interesting. So what are some of the types of products that you have, you know, written the sales copy for? Like give us an idea of of what those products would be or or what they would be exactly because I'm not picturing uh what they are. Hmm. Oh wow, there's really everything almost uh I've I've written for natural health, a little bit finance, uh, a lot of information products, obviously, over the years, and um, all kinds of services. E-commerce is, is a big part of what I do right now. There's all kinds of uh, physical products from every, everything from from shoes to to cars and everything in between. So, uh, but uh, but in the end, it's it's really the same kind of thing, and and it's really the thing that's really been interesting for me in the last few months here is that. I think the people who are really listening to the really gurus of the gurus, like, uh, you know, if you think about the people who really teach copywriting, like David Car- Garfinkel, for yes. example, and, of course, all the all the uh, greats that, uh, that have come before, Dan Kennedy, obviously. I mean, the people who really listen to those guys uh, and, and those guys who are continuing their work, they're really getting the best of the best of the education. You can't get that in a university. You can't get that in a in a uh, any kind of corporation. And I think that the people that will take that experience and that knowledge and go to uh, companies and you use just a tiny percent of that, they can they can they can just do big things because. Uh, for example, in in e-commerce, let's take a product description for a, for an e-commerce product, right? Okay. And a lot of the times, uh, most of the time, it's basically copied and copy pasted from a from some brochure. And you take that product, you use half an hour to a, to an hour with that, and uh, you create new copy, new you know, new headline, uh, add a little bit of uh, you know some psychological triggers, a little scarcity here, and a little bit of uh, commitment there, and 
and uh, in a lot of these tests that, that that I've been running, it goes from anywhere from 60 to to 100 percent, like every time improvement, and and it goes up to 300 and 500 percent, and and a lot of times people, the clients can't really believe how, how is that possible, and it's possible because a lot of the marketing out there is just so non-existent, and and if you're getting this kind of uh, education, then then a lot of people that I've run into that I've, that have been been my clients, all they had, uh, you know, a lot of people had a great education and they know all this stuff, but they they lack the confidence. So I'm basically telling you that if you listen to all these gurus talk and and you've amassed a lot of this knowledge, and if you go and apply that to to the uh, to any of those, you know, run-of-the-mill e-commerce operations and whatnot that you have all over the web, that you can you can do great things and make a make a good living. Well, that's exciting when you when you put it to us that way. Um, are people in Europe, you know, as likely to make a purchase, you know, from direct response copy? Are they more likely? Because you know, I always think that in the United States, this is where Everything is really happening, but I'm pretty sure that's not true. Well, I'm 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 sad to confirm your uh, <laughs> suspicion. Yeah, I I think it is is definitely not not as common here, and maybe part of it is that uh, the the culture of um, you know the mail mail order business, uh, the, the way that we know it as you know the direct response and everything like that, it, it really happened in the US much more than in Europe which is I don't know what it is maybe it's the fragmented nature of you know small countries next to each other and all kinds of nationalities and whatnot but it, for some reason it, that sort of evolution just did, never happened here so so you have a lot of you run into a lot of ignorance and a lot of prejudice and all that so so it's just down to uh, Showing some results and doing some hard testing and showing, well, look, look at what what this is doing, and they sometimes they still can't believe that it's because of these uh, direct response uh, principles and copywriting principles. But uh, once they get it, then then they then they get it. <laughs> That's but interesting. Yeah, of, of all my clients in 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 past years when I was freelancing, uh, the majority were were definitely from from the US a little bit from the UK and a lot from uh, Australia and New Zealand so i guess those are the territories that that really get it so then instead would you be more likely to send out you know direct mail to the clients uh or to the I prospects be, rather uh you you mean in general or in in well, like if you're if you're working for a company that they're just they're just starting to understand that idea that things can sell on the internet, but they're mm. not completely sold on that. Would you right. suggest maybe sending out a postcard? Does that work in Europe? Um, it probably would, but it's really an up uphill battle because uh, I don't know. People are just so set in the way, set in their ways, and it's an investment. Much more than say, you know, you can you can test something so quickly on the internet. You can if 
if you have a site that has decent traffic, you can test something in in a day even or or a couple of days or and then you can have statistically meaningful results. But if you have to invest in a, in a mailing and then you have to put it all together and then you wait 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 a few weeks and then maybe it doesn't even pan out, then it's 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 difficult. But if you do a series of tests and you can show that how these things work, then it's much easier to get get your foot foot in the door, at least. So maybe uh, at least I found that uh, that's an easier easier way in. And once you've sort of proven your your skill, then then you can go on and do do direct mail and other things. All right. Well, you know how how have you changed what you do in the past you know couple of years? Or, or have you changed your approach to doing your business? Well, um, it's are basically the same. I mean, the, it's all based on um, the fundamentals of how, how humans think, but uh, and, and act. But uh, but yeah, the, the business has changed a, a good deal, and and there isn't. I'm not writing as many, you know, uh, complete sales letters as I'd like to. I mean. It, it, it just doesn't happen as, as often as, as it used to, and there's been a lot of uh, in, the, in the last couple of years, especially. Uh, I did a lot of video scripts, and uh, it's basically the same kind of work. It, it, it's a sales letter. It's just put in a little different way, and maybe there's somebody animating your 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 words, and or somebody speaking it out for you, or uh, things like that. And also, also just in the last few months. I've been doing a, a bunch of um, these kinds of, uh, you know, like uh, maybe three-minute sort of demonstrative uh, videos that it's sort of like you're selling, but you're not trying to, you know, you know, it's kind of a little bit covert selling. If you go to Dropbox.com, for example, you have a couple of couple of minutes uh, video that's selling you on the idea and how it works and those things. There's a lot of work like that that around. So if somebody's looking to get into copywriting, that that might be a, a way in right now. Okay, yeah, I was going to ask you how somebody, you know, might get started because I think we see copywriting as being, you know, one of the most exciting and valuable parts of doing the business online. Yeah, it definitely is, and, and it opens a lot of doors, uh, both in your mind and in, in the business when you when you get it. And uh, I guess I can't stress this enough, and a lot of people do and. That uh, you really need a, uh, perhaps one, perhaps two people that you really study with. And uh, for me, I, I had a few. Uh, I was lucky enough to meet uh, Mr. Gary Halbert uh, before he passed away in, in 2006, I believe. And and also, particularly a Singaporean gentleman named Johan Mark. Uh, I took his course many years ago, and and he really ran home the sort of uh, mindset and, and the copy consciousness. I, I guess you could say that that you need them, that that you finally sort of get it how how it all works. And and once you once you get to that point of having actually done, uh, not only just studied but done, uh, even if you're not, even if you're doing it just for all, your own products or somebody else doesn't matter. When you've done it enough to to realize that you don't need to read everything, then then you know that you're ready to do something for clients. Yes, I, I, I love that. Well, we're just about at the end of our time, Yuho. 
what is uh, a last piece of advice you would give people or tell us something exciting that's coming up in the future for you? Oh, dear. Um, well, uh, I guess uh, maybe the thing that I would say, that and maybe I already said it, but, <laughs> but basically if you've been studying for any length of time uh, these timeless principles of copywriting, and you can you can go to the GaryHalbertLetter.com and all kinds of resources you can find even for free. Uh, then you can be really confident that when you really put it to the uh, to work for you, you can you can find so many ways to to make money. You don't have to be the kind of um, I mean if you I mean obviously I love information products and you're all about information products and that's a lot of what people talk about online and and so on. But you can do so many different things when when you have that skill. So if you have if you feel like you have the knack for it, not everybody, you know. I know people who uh, snap in their heads when you mention copywriting. But if <laughs> yeah. you feel like it's your thing, then uh, then it's it's never going to get old. So um, go for it. Okay, wonderful. Well, we know we can reach you at yuhotunkalo.com. I'm going to spell that for everyone. J-U-H-O-T-U-N-K-E-L-O.com. And is that the very best place for people to reach you initially? Yes, that's that's my personal blog, and there's links to other places, like my uh, my copy site, I believe, is ecommercecopywriting.com. And uh, if you want to, want me to take a look at your copy for critique or whatever else it is you, that you need, then you can you can leave me a message through the form there. I don't really have uh, uh, anything to sell right now, but if you if you want to get in touch and talk about copy or uh, any or conversion tactics or whatever else uh, uh, you're interested in, then uh, then uh, get in touch. Wonderful, because that is extremely valuable. So uh, all of you listening to this, you know, if you have a sales letter for something, and even if you're just getting started, you may want to have Yuho take a look at it because, you know, it takes us a lot of time and effort to put those info products together many times, and if they don't sell, it's just too disappointing. So this is what you want to do. Well, thank you again, Yuho, for doing this. I appreciate you so much. Thank you, Kenny. Wonderful. And this is Connie Reagan Green from HugeProfitsTinyList.com. Be sure to sign up over on iTunes and get downloads of the all of the podcast series.